Podcast is talking normies, not talking boys. Podcast. Good, good point. And it wouldn't say talking boys; it'd say talking <laughs> men. Speaking of, my name is Chris Sleepy Brown Johnson because I'm very tired this morning. But I'm bringing y'all a one content names down the table from the left to the left. Let's go. This is Pat. How you guys doing? This is Spidey. This is Marquetta. Hello. The Velky Kluke herself. Let's go. That is me, the big boy. Oh, what's uh, what's uh, what's oh, Peckney Kluke? Does that work? Cute boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Classy Kluke. That's my homie over there. <laughs> All right. Um, so I know what you guys are thinking. What the hell? It's a Wednesday. What are you hey. doing with the podcast? We have switched with the ladies podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Super Secret Girls Club, and we're moving things around. Today, we are going to do our weekend catch up. But after that, we're talking about you. And then we're going to talk about our movie from the movie club, Jennifer's Body, Jennifer. where we will be switching out Marquetta. Well, we'll get Marquetta's hot take because she did watch with me last night for yeah. Mickey. And then we'll be back at it. So we can catch up. What have you guys been up to? You bunch of chooms? Uh, the same old shit. Working now. Watching TV. Uh, I, mean, actually, I know I did something this weekend. What did I do? I did something this weekend. And I, told, I was going to bring it up on the podcast. Uh, did you go out and watch the Final Four somewhere? St. Patrick's Day? Because your name's Pat? No, you didn't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I, I, low key, I asked you Friday before we left the office. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "What was the plan?" And then after that, I went home and I slept. I remember that, and yeah, I, I slept. That so way. I had a comedy show with my aunt and to go to for her birthday. So we went to that. But then after we got out, it was kind of late. Nah. So I know what I did on Saturday. What'd you do on Saturday? I took my dog out. And we went to the dog park in Bra Ripple. Yeah. And then I went to Bra Ripple. Y'all mean the cute bitches? No, no cute bitches in Bra Ripple. But I went to Bra Ripple and I realized that Bra Ripple does not look the same that it used to do when I was going back out there and party. This is it's totally different down there. It's like the yeah. whole vibe is different. Yeah. Like it is How? How is it different? It, you know, I you hate it when I say this word. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You it hate it. You, yeah, it's, it's become more foo-foo. What does that mean? It, exactly. It's foo-foo. <laughs> it, it used to be just good old days, get some good bar food, get drunk, there's bars, and it's like, now it's That's just like... still there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, actually but, but the food, exact same bars. No, maybe the exact same bars got the different owners because their food just went became more foo-foo. Does, is it because it's more expensive? I think so. That that too has became because more expensive. Because I think it's just inflation. Yeah, it's same food, just more expensive. Yeah. Well, fucking inflation, man. I tell you what. Because, <laughs> like, I, look, I give it to you. I was just in Broad Ripple last weekend or the weekend before last, and I remember being like, everything's kind of the same and only slightly different in ways that I don't like as well. Yeah. But I think it might just be that we're old. I guess. I, yeah, I didn't. I, I used to like going to Broadway, and I didn't like going. To, yeah, it was not cool. And then I went, uh, checked out my favorite uh, uh, head shop down there. It was nice. Nice. Mm. What do they sell at head shops? Heads. Heads. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm not Cabeza. a uh, old old cabeza. What about you, Spider? What you been up to? <laughs> um, what did I do? It was Bria's turn for date date night, so we went to Bria's turn for date night. Uh, Bria's turn for date night. We went to a comedy show. Ooh. Um, that was a lot of fun. I want to say that was like the main thing of like my weekend. Other than that, we did the normal as far as like cleaning. You know, we hit the gym, did some working out. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, what comment show? What, what, what did you watch? Um, it was oh my god, I forget who what came in town. It was just a random. Oh, like it was amateurs. random. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was amateurs. There was a um, oh my god, what is it? There's an improv group there too. Oh, right. so it was just locals. Okay, yeah, I'm not expecting yeah. like you know like Kevin Hart or something like nah, that. Nah, yeah, yeah, it was fun though. It was fun. A lot of locals. Oh yeah. Uh, Kotka. Well, speaking of comedy clubs, we did went to see Lunell. Oh. And that was a lot of fun. So. Yeah, uh, for anybody who's wondering, she's been in School Days, Hotel Transylvania, uh, Star is Born, uh, The New Dolomite, Coming to America 2, uh, Block Party, Lindell. Here, this was oh, your Can I see a picture? Oh, I know her. She's yeah, hilarious. She's yes, 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 yes. Uh, she said some. <laughs> she's very raunchy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mark was, was little... like, what kind of comedy is it going to be? And I was like, uh. <laughs> For older black ladies, it's going to be hilarious. And <laughs> older black folks in general, I was like, but it's going to be raunchy. There's going to be moments you know, where I won't be able to handle it in front of my mom and aunt. Exactly. Yeah. It was super fun, but it was also hella awkward to be with my in-laws there. And just like <laughs> her talking about how she used to suck the, yeah. like a pelican. <laughs> <laughs> I and like, took my hat my, off and had to cover my face. My mother-in-law <laughs> sitting right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> she she reminds me of like you just said a raunchy version of Ronda Spikes. Ronda Spikes, yeah. Ronda Spikes is also my one of my favorite uh, comedians too. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, it was a good time. So that's what me and Kenny did, and then uh, we grabbed a uh, Irish uh, car bomb. Which uh, what's the proper word for that now? I know that uh, Irish car bomb is a little offensive. So for real? Is, uh, yeah. Apparently they say they say it's it? like calling a drink a nine eleven. Look, <sighs> it is. How do you? Uh, how do you? How? Do you understand where it came from? Is the Irish made the drink? They they no 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 no, the, no 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 no. And the French made French fries. Yeah. As an no, you can only Irish? get an Irish car bar from an Irish bar. No, you, I, you no. Can get one from any. All right, so the drink is it's uh you get a, a cup of uh Guinness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you drop a shot of Bailey's mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. Okay. My bad. You, my bad. A cup of Guinness. You drop a shot of. Uh, Jameson in there, Jameson. and then you drop the Baileys in. Both of them are Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drinks. So like, I, I figured it came from Irish. Uh huh. But or Ireland. So the history behind it, I believe, is that uh, during the Irish Civil War, there were a lot of Irish car bombs being set off and blowing people up. Left. Oh, you right. didn't tell me that, mm. motherfucker. Goddamn. Well, if you ordered a drink called a nine eleven in another country, you'd be like, oh, well, I don't know why that's offensive. We invented it, right? It's the the, the Americans invented it because September eleventh. It's their favorite day. They never forget it, right? <laughs> oh my god Wait, no one's gonna invent a drink called 9-11 but then if that really did like I'm not saying if that, I'm not Except saying for the it, movie it, it, it happened it happened so then why didn't make why make a drink it does not make sense there's, there's definitely a 9-11 drink out there no yeah, 100% we can google how to make Bro, it yeah, and I hear it's the bomb the bar is gonna get cancelled there's a 9-11 drink out there you know what uh, we don't often take a minute to google but uh, since we're, we're on a tangent, 9-11 drink. <laughs> oh, God. The FBI is going to be knocking at my door <laughs> immediately. 9-11 But just the whole... Um, yeah, I did not know about the Irish car, bro. I didn't know there was a civil war in Ireland. and That's were... why we have Northern Ireland and Ireland. Well, listen, girl. I, 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 my, I grew up in the United States, and my social studies class was not the best classes. Yeah, we, we, we don't, we, we don't really... They don't really uh, teach us so much. So I'm going to just put this on record there's oh, going to be a, a video coming out on the normies channel soon which is a <laughs> trivia and i i was not there for that but i heard you guys failed miserably at that recognizing the united kingdom being a country that was not me i i, I was smart enough on that so, one 
Let me just tell you. Yeah. Those two islands that are like right north of Europe are two countries. One is the Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, I believe, and then the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And then the United Kingdom consists of four kingdoms. (laughs) England, Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland. What? Which is on the Irish side of the, the Irish island. So technically, so people from the UK are British, Scottish. Well, it depends. Yes. They and Welsh. 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 So and hold on. I've cool. got the ingredients for uh, 9-11. Oh, my God. Is it really? Uh, I, I was not sure. It is Jack Daniels, Southern Comfort, and Jägermeister. Called the sense. 9-11 due to the ability to bring people down with a couple of drinks, which is fucked. I also literally looked it up on multiple different spots, and I got the same recipe. So that is, this is a real drink. That's a, I'm not ever drinking that because that's that sounds death. Well, you know they're always talking about never forget. If you have that, you're gonna forget your whole night. <laughs> don't don't do that. Uh, so moving on to lighter topics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the weekend was crazy, but what we also recently did was finish watching you. Who here finished watching you? Oh my God, all of you. Including Marquette. She didn't raise her hand. I don't know why. She's defiant. Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> she didn't like mm-hmm. it. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to just kind of talk about season four, the trajectory of you. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think about the beginning part, that that like first section? Sucked ass. It was probably like the worst. The first section, the first part was probably like the worst part of the you franchise. I I, I honestly thought wa- like when I was watching the first half and I, was t- I think we did a podcast on it, too. I was like, man, it is not... It does not remind me of old you episodes as like the characters, like not just Joe, but the side characters. They don't even grapple you. They don't have any nuance to them, like compared to what we've seen in the past with side characters. Um, yeah, I I thought it was dull and I thought this was going to be the last season and I was hoping it was going to be the last season. I just want to be done with it. But then sec- the second part, bro. The second right, part- we're not talking about that. Okay, 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 I'll wait. I'll wait. I like the first part. Um, I feel like they were jumping on the bandwagon of everyone doing the like the whodunit yeah. thing, you know what I mean? Glass Onion and the first Knives Out and all that jazz. Um, but I kind of dug it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. We'll talk about the second part. What about you, Katie? <laughs> about the second <laughs> Well, I did, for the first part, it did seem to me like they were running out of steam. And like, it, it was kind of, my expectations were low. Um, so I didn't, it was kind of like, yeah, this this makes sense. I, I I can see that this is unsurprising to me, and the second part then kind of picked up. So that was an, an interesting uh, twist. That first part was a really fun reaction, and I remember being like, "Oh, I don't know." We we're kind of having a lot of speculation and talking about it, but then being like, "Man, this isn't gripping me the way it usually does." Mm-hmm. And I do think it really is about the side characters because they usually yes. do a pretty good job at showing me so many of these side characters that you love and then hate and then love again. And they weren't really giving me that with this because I think a lot of these side characters were just bad guys were into the aristocracy. Um, I was loving a lot of Joe's um, uh, hypocrisy where he's always like these rich people and this, 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 and like shit talking to them. But like he's spending his whole entire time with With them them, because he's a man of two sides always, which has always been his whole entire thing. And I wasn't liking that they were heroizing Joe. And then to talk about the flip, I remember watching it. Well, one, we're about to talk about the second part, but two, I do want to talk about it in depth for a while. My little sister uh, has always liked 
uh, you? And she was like, Pin Badgley. Mm-mm. And I was like, you, you know he'll kill you, right? And she's like, I don't know. He's still hot, though. Like, you know, I'm super. I, like, she was like, I was like, hold on. Do you like Joe or Pin Badgley? She's like, what's right. the difference for me? She's like, in those TikTok videos, he knows what he's doing. And then just last night, she was like, I don't like Joe anymore. And I was like, why? And he was like, she was like, uh, just too many killings. Like, Nadia didn't deserve that. And I'm like, nobody did, but. Like, <laughs> no. she's it was like, the 24th I, murder that did it. It was something about him, kill, uh, not killing, but framing Nadia that I think pushed a lot that of people off of him finally, which yeah. is weird. That, does, that, did not make sense. that does not make sense to me. But anyway, you, part two, who saw yeah. the him being crazy thing coming? I did not see he that. He crazy. Yeah, I did not see the whole crazy thing coming, but I think you did. You called it, and then when you called it, it all made sense. Um, I actually enjoyed that because it was a different. Like you just said, it, it seemed like the show was running out of steam, and they needed something else to bring it back. And I think they that was a good twist to bring it back. And like, because like when that when that twist was revealed, I was like, oh fuck, all right, this is dope. Um, I do wonder how they're gonna move on from here because. Beginning the first part looked like they were running out of steam, and then this twist was the only real thing that brought the show back to me, at least for me. So next season, what are they going to do different? Because they, apparently they want to do something different every season because they just can't go they back can't, to murdering they're, people. They're like, already right back to it. He's married into another rich family that can cover up a murder, like but way more murders than before. Right, this motherfucker can't keep getting away with shit. <laughs> it's not gonna. Get and he happen. also does not feel guilt anymore. Like right. that was the one thing that was kind of <clears throat> holding him back, and I I just don't know what he's gonna do in season five. Like I, and also him being this, having this amount of privilege is just like almost unwatchable, unwatchable yeah. for me. Yeah, I, I I agree with I I I don't like him having all like I I like it because it's gonna be good TV that he's gonna have all these resources to literally get away with murder and do whatever he wants the way he has been doing. But I don't like it because it's a cheat code. Like, and I don't know. And I mean, on top of that, like, yeah. it is like, man, this guy is so lucky. He always works himself up to being like, he went like every step of the way he walked up the stat, the stat ladder of being the class system. And now, man, he's just, he's at the top of the level. And man, I, I, I told Chris, man, if this was like <sighs> another guy, like Joe was like a black guy or a brown guy or somebody else, man, I don't think like, He'd be in jail. Outed. He wouldn't be able to climb up the steps that we. He'd have been dead no. season one, season <laughs> one, episode one. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't. He would not be able to climb up the steps the way he did. Do you guys remember that, uh, Spidey? I'm sorry, because I, I do want you to get the point. But I just want to. You guys remember that movie or the TV show we watched? Um, I don't know. You watched it with us, Spidey, but maybe you did. It's called uh, Last Night or The Last Night. It's about. Um, oh my God! The, what's uh, What's the actor's name? Is it Riz, Nazir Khan? Nazir Khan. Uh, he stays out all night. He like goes and parties for like one of the first times ever. He's like a he's like a good Muslim boy, but he goes and like hangs out with his friends, drinks, party, gets fucked up, fucks this girl and shit. And the next morning he wakes up, and I think he he and he wakes up and she's dead, right? Like the door is unlocked and like it's a oh did he do it or did he not do it? But like he's a brown kid, she's a white girl, whole fucking thing. That mm-hmm. that there you go. That's your perspective for what you would have been. Would have been like mm-hmm. he'd have been like oh local black or brown man. Uh, Known for being around missing white women, he yeah. he did. Mm-hmm. That's a good callback, yeah. But anyway, Spidey, um, yeah, your uh, what, what was your take on this? Um, on the, the second, second part? part, yeah, it felt like they kind of just copped out. Um, it was weird that it became. It was like Joaquin Phoenix Joker, which I liked <laughs> the movie, but all of a sudden you're just like, oh, so you're just all of a sudden 
you got DID. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah. uh, you know, what what happened there? How he got it... the he got the ace. Like he's got he's got unlimited aces up his sleeve. At this point. <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah, and then he keeps winning. Like it's it's yeah. Too, it's, yeah. I so I really like it. I like it a lot because I see it as two ways. One, I think the writers and Penn Badgley hate Joe as much as I do. Mm. Joe's been banging his drum about like uh, trying to sound progressive while still doing all the anti-progressive things, which I think is great. He's always about like, oh, the white male privilege, this, 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 and that. But he's always benefiting mm. from that shit, right? He's like, yeah. oh, class system and this race system, but he's, he's always benefiting from that shit. And I love that like in the end, it's going to be the story about this dude who essentially like white privileged his way into becoming a billionaire who can do whatever he wants and like has killed all the way all along here and no and he's also got pretty boy privilege too like let's not pretend so mm-hmm. he's got all those things working <laughs> for him and then for him for the show to be like oh yeah you're crazy i didn't feel like it was a cop-out because when he's talking to his version of reese and reese he's like when did i lose my mind he's like probably that first murder my guy or maybe that <laughs> second one or the third one and he just keeps listing murders and it's like yeah like that tracks you're obviously a person who's not okay like we hear your inner monologue and we know you're not okay. Yeah. And now that's being personified outside. And then for him to like, when Marquette asked me, well, like what was going to be the worst way that the show could end for me? Cause she had already seen it. And I was like, well, <laughs> if he figured out a way to get away with it all and become like a rich millionaire, like I'd hate that. And then it happened. <laughs> and instead of making me upset and knowing that this next season is going to be the last one, I needed to end with his downfall. And I needed yeah. to end good. Like I keep talking about Game of Thrones and like what happens with Joffrey and how like that wasn't a good enough punishment for me. No. Yes. I want to see him get punished. I want to see him reap everything that he sowed. And I want to just see him think he's on top and just get dragged. I want to see him get outsmarted. I don't want to see mm-hmm. him dead. I want to see him in jail forever for the crimes that he's committed. Yeah. I think uh, Mir- is it Miriam? Miriam. Miriam. Yeah, I think she's gonna come back for revenge all season five. Yeah. I don't think so. She's. I think she just wants to be happy with her mo- uh, with her daughter. And if she did do that, I think that would be kind of weird. Like, a, I, I would probably enjoy watching it just because of you know the revenge aspect. <laughs> but I don't think it's like in line with her character. I I, I agree with you. I I could see it. I I, I could see it be in line with the character, but. For someone who's been a part, I think she was probably a part of like six months or a year from her daughter or something yeah. like that in a, in a cage. And so like and she, we all know how much she loves her daughter. I don't think she knew what she could have lost by being mm-hmm. with Joe, being around Joe. I don't think she wants to put herself at risk by that, by just being being associated or being around Joe because she knew what could be like what she could lose. And well, there, she doesn't want to lose that. And there's like, still Will Bettelheim, the guy who he stole his name in season two and got the uh, fake passports and all that from him. There's a lot of people that know about Joe's dirty dealings yeah. that and I don't want them to come together like the super friends. But like it would be cool if like uh, if Nadia just found a way maybe through her uh, boyfriend's parents who have money to like get funded to just do like investigative reporting. And she Nadia just stays low key the whole time. She's in the background of every scene, just like building this case. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. they try to out him. But like we know how the system works and like it'll protect Joe because he's got so much money and shit now. You guys remember Ellie? That, was that the stalker? No, no, no. Ellie was uh, Delilah's sister. Delilah's sister. Oh, who yeah. Wednesday Adams. I think she lives in Florida now, and like Joe occasionally sends her money. He used to, but he stopped. He stopped. Oh, he stopped. Yeah. So because because he just didn't. He stopped thinking about her once he money. had to run away oh, from yeah. a murder. He faked I his mean, death, didn't he? he even forgot about Marianne. So why are we surprised? Yeah, I, I hope. I kind of hope is if they if they're gonna bring like a whole revenge into it, the only person that's gonna bring revenge is Nadia because that makes the most sense. But even that does not make the most sense because Nadia's smart. Don't get me wrong, she's smart, 
but she is not street smart and she cannot does not handle herself well under pressure like in intense yeah. situations <laughs> so self-preservation says don't fuck with joe so i just don't i just she needs to do she needs to like there needs to be an arc for her to overcome that then i could see it being more realistic other than that i don't even like yeah but i think she also wants to be like i think that the journalism aspect is really strong um she wants to be a good writer and she has a perfect story so whether she adapted into a fictional story or whether she pursues it as a journalism then i think I think that's, I mean, that's her way towards like making it because we also like heard her, we saw her being like in poverty and having like 50 jobs. Yeah. So, and, and like having like those offhanded remarks about rich people, like she wants to be rich. I mean, she wants to do well for herself. Yeah. So I think that, I mean, this is like story of lifetime. She needs to cover it somehow. Ah. So maybe she covers it and she writes a story based on him and she gets off of that. But I don't, I, I need to see, for her to kill him or arrest him, I need to see an arc. Like her to handle herself well mm. in like 10 situations or like whatever. Because like, I just, I, I just felt like she wasn't handling herself well. I mean, well. how would she? Why would she know? Who knows how to, she's not from a place where she would know how to deal with a killer. Yeah. And I need her to become like. Margaret Atwood famous and then drop on everyone that this is a real like story inspired by right. real events You're and that the murder is still right? out there. Uh, I want that to happen. So there uh, to move away from the story for a hot second and talk about a meta take. Uh, Pat was uh, he said a certain something when we found out that Joe was doing less sex scenes because it was making his wife uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Well, Pat, what did, what did you say? I just I, I said this. Listen, Joe makes his money off of the show. You mean pin. Penn Pen Bashley makes money off of this show. This this is what Penn Bashley is known for. The reason why he's on the map, you should just let him do the goddamn sex scenes. He's getting paid for it, and you still get to fuck him at home afterwards. Just let him do it. He's getting paid for it. It's not that big a deal. He's a goddamn actor. It's part of his job. Spidey retort. Okay. <laughs> I think it's noble of him to to do less sex scenes just because his wife asked. Um, we don't I, know that she asked. She, you said oh. she did. We said that it made her uncomfortable, and so he says he's doing less. Oh yeah, I feel like that's that's super noble. Of him. I mean, if, if that means not, that, that means losing your job. So getting he's not losing, he's not his losing job. His he's job. the producer on the show. He ain't nothing, going nowhere. Oh, he's like, gonna get another role after there's this. There's no change or anything for it. Like there's nothing that's gonna make it any different for him to have less sex scenes in it. I don't see a problem. I, the way the He's reason why I said the thing is because I think there's going to be consequences. Like after this show, like he may not get other roles because his wife is dictating his career, telling him what he can't do and what he can't do. Are you just like, are you so? So you're mad that he's not going to have more sex in there? No, I'm just saying, I, I'm, I'm at the point where like he's an actor. This is his job. You knew this is what his, this is, this is what his career is like when he got with him. This is like, like let's say you're with a porn star. You know, she wants to be, she's going to want to keep doing porn. You're going to tell her not to keep doing porn. Yeah, but but that's what, that's her job. That's what no, she's. No, that's different. How's that yeah. acting? It's do you, different. You don't have to have sex with people. Like there <laughs> is they, like sex scenes are not even filmed that you have actively sex with other people. Yeah. But like if, if your work is affecting your marriage or your relationship and you prioritize one over other then you need to make adjustments and it doesn't matter what it is for instance let's say instead of sex scenes he kept getting uh roles to play hitler 
but in roles that made Hitler look really oh good. <laughs> and she's like, hey, I don't like that you keep portraying Hitler in a positive light in all your roles. And he's like, I'm an actor, babe. It's what I have to do. I, she's I, like, I, I would still just... be saying, saying the same thing. I feel like for me, from both of them, I don't know. Even fuck it. If your job was at the steel mill and you kept coming home covered in steel flakes, and I was like, can you not? <laughs> can you switch it up? Your steel flakes are hurting me at home. I don't know, man. There's just options to be like, your job is negatively affecting your home life. Can we make some small adjustments? I, I don't know. I guess the small adjustments, but I, it, it depends how uncomfortable she is. But like, man, you kind of need the situation. He's an actor. He's gonna be put in the situations. I mean, like, wasn't there? There was a lot of sex in season like two. Yeah, he was you? fucking. A, I feel like they. Yeah. That, that is one of the things I was actually kind of upset about. Like the titillation of all the extra sex scenes was keeping me drawn through the show but they really drew out the will they won't they between him and kate, and, kate yeah. and they finally got to it and i was like okay like i and like it had reasons in the story but also like the matter reason for why he isn't doing it it's fine but the foursome episode is one of my favorite episodes <laughs> that was my favorite episode too. it ends in a bow and arrow fight and you can't yeah, that has, or but like i think that there's ways to still film sex scenes without it um Negatively hurting his relationship because guess what, your wife's gonna last longer than your job if you do your job. I, no, listen, and that's that's fair and that's good that he did that. My question to you is this: you just not a question, a statement more. You said sex scenes are like not even filmed. Like people don't have sex. Yeah, they don't have but sex. they're not required. So why, does it, why does it even matter to her the most? It shouldn't even really matter it to the most. It just makes her uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, he is going to come home and he's going to fuck her. But like, I don't like watching gore on TV but because it makes me uncomfortable. But they're not really breaking someone's arm. Yeah. I just don't like seeing it. If I'm your wife and I'm like, I don't like watching that shit in these kind of shows. But, but like he's bringing the, the bacon. Yeah, well, matter. There is still, look, oh, it's a small adjustment. And if mm-hmm. we don't know that she I'm asked him to do it. doesn't get roles anymore because of this. But guess what? He's the fucking producer. He's yeah, going to continue true. to get roles. He literally, literally came up out of some Gossip Girl bullshit, came up out of the fucking nowhere, and is out here knocking it out the park. If anybody's like, we're not going to give you a role because you're not going to do more sex scenes. One, that's weird and sexist. Two, more likely to happen to a woman than it is to a man. And three, not going to happen to him. So I also I didn't know that he was a producer. I thought he was just a, some like you know just a regular ass actor. Boy, he came all the way the fuck up. <laughs> His name is on the show. That's also why. Because we, I've listened to interviews with him. I know Pim. He's Badgley. on the show. His name. He wrote the show. Well, no, he's just it's like he's book, like producer. Yeah. Like right after uh, like all the. Oh, so he's, he's he's funding it. Yeah, uh, a book? or it was a book. It was. Uh, yeah, it I think book? it is based off a book. Uh, here's the thing. I'd read it. Pin Badgley doesn't like Joe as much as I don't like Joe. That's how I feel, and I feel the writers feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So I think that however this season ends, his head's going to be on a spike, and I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> Man, I just I remember um, I was watching it alone when chris wasn't at home and then towards the like when i saw that where it was heading was he is about to become a millionaire like untouchable untouchable one percent of the one percent i literally just got out of my couch and i just like started cleaning the kitchen and i just (laughs) was like okay like listen to the background i was so upset i did come home to angry cleaning and i was like oh no (laughs) (laughs) i was so upset because i just like i can't believe this motherfucker failed upwards so hard that now he's literally above the law it's bigger than god i I hate it too but goddamn it's gonna be some good damn tv i can't wait for that season because like we're just going to see like nonsense out of nonsense senseless killing out of senseless killing and he's not gonna feel guilty (laughs) at all now it's gonna be some good TV. Go One character I do miss, and I hope I think he's dead. I hope 
somehow they could bring him back as Reese because I love the dynamic that they have. Oh, I think he, I, I think the actor that played Reese, Reese Montrose knocked it out of the park, and yeah. I think that he's going to be his like little talk to buddy. Yeah. yeah, Reese was amazing. Um, here's last thing, Pat. A while ago, you essentially pitched this movie: a billionaire who yes. can do all the bad things he wants to save the world. Is that Joe? So how is Joe, Joe saving the world? So my my pitch was like. There's going to be one billionaire and we, the whole world is going to trust this billionaire to do the right things for the whole world collectively. But doing the right things sometimes means killing some people, getting some people getting whacked and stuff like that because we need to reset the world. Not whacked. <laughs> Straight. The mob hit. <laughs> but yeah, and I mean, Joe and Kate said they were going to focus on making the world better. And that's the, kind and, of along the lines then, of what? Then I'm up. That that's great because that's what we need. Because billionaires are the ones had the money, the te- the the resources, the media to get shit done. Normal people don't. So like we need them to. If shit needs to in the world needs to change, it's because of them. They're the ones who have the power. What to makes do you believe that they will do the right thing? Well, I'm hoping that the billionaire that we trust, we 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 you know. Yeah, I'm talking right. about Kate and Joe. I so I do think Kate will be the person to do the right thing, and I, I also think this is a great. She is perfect for Joe. Like, she's crazy, but she's not too crazy. Like, love was just too crazy. Mm-hmm. She is crazy enough to be with Joe, but not too crazy to have do the Joe, murder. Have Joe be super bad. Joe's still gonna do his murders because that's part of him. And, like, he needs that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you gotta go to the gym. You gotta do your push-ups. You gotta do your murders. Yeah, do your murders. Yeah, so he exactly. needs that. But I think now the murders are gonna be more like, hey, let's. You know what? There's this. There's this mob out here is fucking the shit up here, and they're bad, and they're fucking up the world. Joe, go take care of them. I think it's going, he's gonna be like a good hitman for okay. a fixer. I, see uh, that. I don't know. I, uh, what I do mean, you two think they're gonna do to make the world better? Or try to Nothing. like what? Yeah. I think I think Joe and Kate are both equally delusional about who they are, and the the quality of the human being that they are. Um, I also think I see Wendy Bird energy in Kate. Ooh, and ooh, so, ooh from uh, damn. Okay, that's yeah. good. Wendy Bird, will you explain who that is, Marquette? Wendy Bird is a character from Ozark. She's the wife. She's wife of the main character. And that's, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I see that in her, and uh, that's probably not good news for the world. Yeah, Wendy Bird <laughs> is, uh, I'll just, she becomes the kind of person who like raises money for politicians. How she gets her money is the issue, but she's like, well, okay, well I'm doing that because I'm giving this money to these politicians who are going to do yeah. good things. And like, on some like Mayor Carcetti shit, like how long can you keep doing that before you're just like, I'm in too deep, and now yeah. I'm just... <laughs> and I think that... For Joe specifically, there was a moment in towards the end of season two when he was redeemable, even after all the murders he's done and all the shitty things. And that was when he had the key. He was he locked himself in the in the glass cage and he mm-hmm. had the key and he pushed it out and he was ready to like get caught, get caught, go to jail, you know, and, you know, serve his time or whatever. That was the moment where he redeemed himself from the things he had done after that point but then fucking bitch ass love comes with her pregnant ass and a knife covered in candace's blood and she's like i have a baby Mm. and it's like what uh spidey what do you think they're (laughs) gonna try to do to make the world better um i'm not sure as far as joe's part uh i feel like they did a little bit of uh 
you see them like on interviews. A little bit stuff. of trying to work on philanthropy. Yeah, so I think she's going to, because her only burden was really her dad. She didn't like her dad. She didn't like all the stuff that she kept on messing up. And, and he was super cool about murder. Yeah, he was down for it. He was like, like oh, that? that? Yeah, I mean, fuck yeah, I killed that guy. But yeah, he's like, you shouldn't have. You mentioned his name out loud. Like, what did you think was going to happen? I was, yeah, I was surprised. Like, he just th- in a minute thought that was going to be like, let's murder this guy. Bro, I feel like <laughs> Kate in... In a in a group of filthy billionaires that are just all absolutely awful, she she appears to be a, a good person. But if she's just like in a random group of one hundred people, she's the devil. She's the one with the bodies on her. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Though. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping they do something. I I think they're gonna do some good to the world. I I don't know. Maybe. They have, they have so much money now. They could literally solve world hunger. Ooh. Yeah. They could. They could literally. <laughs> They'd have to go broke to do it. It'd be great to watch. They're yeah. not gonna. I, I, we don't. They might, or they could. They could solve uh, illiteracy. There's a lot of things they could solve. They could solve having people get like like water. There's things they could do, and I think they, they have the resources to do so. I hope they do so because like, I don't think Kate. From what I've from all the billion from all of her billionaire friends, all her mm-hmm. billionaire friends care about how they look and what they they're all materialistic. I don't see her being materialistic. I think she doesn't care about the money. She had some fancy drugs. She doesn't have to care about the money. She never knew that the concept of being poor is a thing. (laughs) She does not understand what it feels like. I will say this uh, before we wrap it up and switch out to start switch out characters. We're switching out Caddy for Mickey. Is this? I think the show's going to go this route. They're going to show us how much money they have. They're going to show us how much good they can do, and then they're going to show us all the reasons why they don't. Yeah, because the show has been beating this kind of like low key progressive drum while still doing all the other shit. And I think if they're going to have these billionaires here being like, hey, we're here to save the world and they're going to like donate one hundred million dollars and that'll be it. Like they won't actually do anything. You know what I mean? Because Pat's right. They could fix world hunger. They could fix uh, the water inequality. They could start fixing a bunch of things. Right. Because they've got the money and the resources to do it. They will not. I think they're going to hoard that wealth. And I think that they're going to just be like, oh, we did a little bit of something. We did a little bit of something here. And they'll show how those things do like small goods, but none of the big goods that they could all be doing. And I think that's kind of what they're going to go for. And then somehow Joe gets his dick cut off. At the I, I hope Joe does not do that because Joe came from some from nothing to something and mm-hmm. hope he still has the intellect. To Boy, know. money's going to change you. I especially hope a billion the, of them. I, I hope billion. he has because like he doesn't Joe doesn't even care a fuck about the money either. So like I, I hope he has intellect to just give that money away. We'll see. I think they're gonna open up some charities and this, that, the other, but there's gonna be some kind of dirt in the back. Like, like if they're if they're multi billionaires and they give away a hundred million dollars, that's like, oh wow. I mean that's a lot of money to me and you. It's not a lot to him. It's like five dollars. So I mean it's still a lot. I just wanna say that Jennifer's body is a superior type of content that <laughs> over you. Oh, will you tell us what you felt about Jennifer's body before you go retrieve Mickey? I loved Jennifer's body. I like. I, I loved that I had no idea where it was going, and, uh, and my favorite scene was the the chicken, the chicken on the floor. And, like, <laughs> she's just like, Jennifer, are you okay? And she's like, <laughs> that's a that's an emphatic no. <laughs> that was great. I loved it, and I I just I thought it was a well shot movie, and I watched a video essay afterwards and found out that it was like not well received initially yeah, they did uh, poor marketing and poor trailers people yeah. thought it was like people, people didn't know hated, what kind of movie it was going to be people hated <laughs> megan fox 
for the movie and then they also hated like the kiss with the two girls and i was just like what i don't understand 2009 what people want. Yeah. i i thought the movie was excellent Oh, yeah. But yeah, I will let well. Mickey speak more. And then the kiss Sweet. was my favorite part. Of course it was. Sleeper <laughs> hit. What is up, everyone? Do you love drinking tea just like the rest of us normies? Then please check out The Art of Tea for delicious, sustainable, and organic teas. The company has been around since 2004, offering hundreds of specialty teas using ingredients rooted in health and wellness. All of The Art of Tea products are hand-blended in their Los Angeles warehouse, made to order, and guaranteed to be fresh. They literally have something for everyone. Check it out today and enjoy 25% off with the code NORMIES. Once again, go to artoft.com and use the discount code NORMIES for 25% off. All right. Uh, so, Marquette, will you please go get Mickey? So, guys, Pat, I'm going to show Pat a clip bye, here. Kenny. And I'm just going to... Bye, Kenny. It better not be the fucking it's same not, clip. It's not. It's not. It's uh, Megan not Fox wanna... Transformers. Because I want to start the conversation off from there. Megan Fox Transformers car scene. You, you, internet knows. The internet knows exactly what I want. Uh, so Pat said something a little bit ago, and after I show this scene to uh, Spidey, just for just for a reminder, and uh, to, to, to Pat as well, we're going to talk about it. You guys will be able to hear some of it. Let's see. So this is an iconic scene in Transformers where the car stops working. Uh, this movie's directed and shot by a human man person. So let's see. All right, here we go. Check it. Everybody's watching the scene. Double pump. It squirts the fuel in so you can go faster. Oh. Oof. I like to go faster. Yeah, put your headphones on, bro. It looks like your uh, your distributor cap's a little <clears throat> loose. All right. Yeah. Pat, are you familiar with the male gaze? Oh, 100%. Wait, wiki. With with the male gaze? Wait, wiki. With the what? What is it? Nigga, you didn't even hear what I said, did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Wiki. Are you familiar with, with the male gaze? The male gaze. The male gaze or gaze? G-A-Z-E. Male gaze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So when a movie is shot by a man, usually, and there's a woman in it and she's hot, the way that the camera like pans over her body, the way the camera like locks on a certain features, the sweatiness of Megan Fox in that, you can kind of see those little fine baby hairs. It's golden hour. She's leaning over. She's talking about injecting fuel in the camera. Ooh, really mm -hmm. focusing on her. What is that? Like, what are they trying to convey? How hot she is. She's how hot she is, yeah. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what the director's going for. And then you said, what did you say about Megan Fox in this movie compared to Megan Fox and Jennifer's body? Oh, yeah. So I used to think Megan Fox was one of the hottest ladies out here in the world. You saw um, her in Transformers first, Transformers, right? yeah, for the first time. And then also Disturbia. That was, oh, she was amazing. Disturbia, she was hot in there. And then I watched oh, this. Oh, oh, so Disturbia is the movie where the boy's watching out of his window looking at Megan Fox Damn. next door. Yes. Okay. That, wait, with Shia LaBeouf. Also yeah, yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Uh great movie. Uh she's also she was also amazing there and also hot in there as well. This movie she's hot. She's she's hot. But it made me realize I don't think Megan Fox is as hot as I thought she was. What if I said it's a much more about the way the movie is presenting her? Yeah. So I, 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 I could see what you're saying, like you know, like there were like the skate, but I think they were doing that in the movie too, like Jeffrey's body. Not like nearly. They were, sexualizing, they were sexualizing her because she was hot in there too, bro. They, were they weren't sexualizing her in the same way that they're sexualizing her in those other movies. They were sexual, they were, the, all okay. the sex scenes they were sexualizing her. 
in those other movies, she's the object that the male character is literally looking at, and the camera's presenting it from the male character's point of view, right? Even in this one, like, you knew the, the high school guy who was getting mm-hmm. this stuff, he wanted her. So, I know, but I'm saying, like, you got to think about the way it's shot. Like, we need we would need to go back and look at the scenes, like, every scene where Megan Fox is sexualized in Jennifer's body versus every scene where she's sexualized in other movies. Video essay. They're going to be wildly different. And if you see them side by side, you're going to notice that, sure, it's showing her body and it's showing her unzip, but it's kind of much more of a, like... Oh, I mean, yeah, like she's getting naked, but it doesn't really feel like it's in a hot way. It feels like it's in a, I'm an animal taking off my extra layer of skin to eat you better kind of way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there are the sexy moments, but they're not presented okay. in the same way. So I see I think, what you're saying. So the, you just say like they're not really focused, like the camera's really not focused on her. It's not focusing on her body in the way the other movies focus on her body. Her body I, just happens to be there and it's still hot. I, Okay, but I I, I I don't know, man. Like they, they were showing her titties, bro. They were focusing on her titties, man. They were, but mm-hmm. telling you, I think we need to watch. She them. even gets stabbed and goes, "My tit." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not exactly. Is that sexual? That's uh, it's not really ringing to me as all. Oh, that's fucking hot. It's so, much more like she got stabbed. Oh, this is I know, but like she she the way she talks about her own body isn't the way that like the dudes talk about her body. And I'm saying like even the way it's shot. They're giving you that same kind of energy where the camera isn't exactly lingering on her in the same way the camera lingers on other people. That's all. So okay. we're gonna talk about the whole so movie. Can I also say one more thing? Yeah. So I I do think I could agree with you that the way how they were like using the cameras to like make her look hot is different from the show. And maybe she did not came as attractive to me, but I also think another reason why she wasn't as attractive to me. Is that she looks like the goddamn same person? She hasn't grown. Hasn't aged or anything. Yeah, she looks very what? different. Oh, that movie came out in two thousand nine, bro. Yeah, this is a two thousand nine movie. So it would have been right around the same time as Transformers. Yeah. Okay, okay, then never, 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 never. Also, I thought you did not say that. But also, but also, the movie was intentionally like the way her in between her meals. She was like losing her. Yeah, energy. she was like she was not wearing she makeup, was, she was and she was like her she hair was, was not good. Mm, she was, but right. I, I honestly, look, low key though, no makeup, Megan Fox, you still look good, girl. No, so, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about let's talk about Jennifer's body Haney and the general takeaways. Ball. I will say this: I think the movie had layers that I wasn't able to keep up with, mainly because I'm not a young woman with a hot body. A lot. Of I'm layers. an old man with a hot body. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I felt like the movie was dealing with some layers I wasn't able to keep up yeah, with. Let's, Why don't you guys tell me what, we, what, you, what you thought well, about the movie? I, I thought it was good. Go down the line. I thought it was good. I think it, I think this is one of those like second watch movies also, yeah. where you, you probably pick up on something every time you watch it. Um, I saw it kind of breaking some tropes uh, with like this kind of like a teenage movie. Like yeah. the, the nerdy girl is usually the one that's alone and doesn't have anybody, but like... She's in a pretty healthy relationship in this one, and it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like the hot girls always getting the dudes, and that is happening in this one. I don't know. I guess my interpretation is is uh, I don't know. You're right. There were a lot of layers, but one of them would be, I guess, the value of a young girl's popularity and attractiveness based on how promiscuous she is. Yeah, I did like that they didn't shy away from the sex thing. Like you get movies like uh. A lot of like those teenage sex movies are like the sex is the taboo that people never really get around this to. Was when Jennifer realistic. was like, yeah, like I, I'm not even a backdoor virgin, bro. Like I've done it all. It's like, <laughs> I'm not, like, but like she's flipping about it in a way that I think I've seen. I was a teenager. I knew teenager. Like, yeah, I fuck. It's whatever. 
And like, if you can master that role at a young age, you can master it. Not saying if it's good or bad or either way, but it's just like they treated it like it was very normal. Mm-hmm. Like American mm-hmm. Pie is all about, bro. Can we lose our virginity? And this movie was like, yeah, we're having sex like normal fucking teenagers. It's not a big deal. What about you, Spidey? Um, I fucking love that movie, man. I've seen it maybe three or four times now. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, it's always fun to watch. Like everyone's different perspective on it because it feels like it's like one she she becomes a succubus. She lies to the bands to let. Um, saying that she's a virgin so it's not like she intended to become this way and then she does become this way and she's just like i'm about to just start fucking people up like uh, they deserve it they got it coming she's nice to her friend so you know what i mean it feels like she could have become a superhero if they had done this shit right mm-hmm. yeah a better morbius or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know there, there was potential there but um and then with old chick getting the powers at the end i would watch a second movie that's exactly what i said i was like this kind of warrants a second movie yeah. with amanda safari going off let's go <laughs> going ham there yeah. was some there was some potential there for sure yeah what's that one movie god when i even got if you if you're talking what? about sucker punch i promise no 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 no, no, no. not sucker punch <laughs> it, 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 it's also about superpowers Oh, Chronicle. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's one yeah. of my favorite. Hey, Chronicle slaps. Give me, give me some more Michael B. Jordan. That's a fantastic. Yeah. Pat, what about you? What, what, what was your general takeaway? I remember you said, you, did, you said just this morning, you said you didn't enjoy it because it was a scary movie. Yeah. I First off, I didn't expect it to be a scary movie. None of you guys said it was a scary movie. No, 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 no warnings, nothing like that. And I'm watching. We will try this, to warn you. I, I'm trying to. I'm, again, I'm watching this at 12.15 a.m. This this late night. <laughs> dark, as, dark as fuck. All right, downstairs watching this all by myself, and then I'm and when I hear about Jennifer's body, I'm like, okay, Megan Fox, this is gonna be a nice little chick flick or whatever. She's gonna be hot. It's gonna be good, easy going movie. Nah, it's like the first first scene, you see that scary the the jump scare. I hated that, and then I'm like, okay, so then why? Like my whole thing is like, okay, so I knew this was not gonna be like your high school fun movie mm-hmm. you know like like comedy type movie so i knew this one like go bad and like we're that this dark so i'm like okay so why are we doing this podcast and why are we watching this movie so that was going in my head i'm like it's connected to you so then i'm like then i'm like oh so my whole time i was thinking about the movie was going to be totally different i just thought the blonde girl was the one doing all the murders and she was just making jennifer up in her head because i'm like joe was doing <laughs> hey total possibility but kind of joe was doing um just because we were going to talk about this on the podcast. So I thought it was about the same lining, but then obviously, twenty minutes left in the movie, I was like, "Oh, actually, Megan Fox is real. This is all real. This is not just in her head." I don't know. Maybe what if it was? They can wreck on that. Yeah, you- I, I know because there's people that put put Megan Fox like they saw Megan Fox in real life, not just without her the Bond girl being there. So, so here's. Well, here's the thing, too. You got to think about how the movie starts, and it starts with uh, Needy in the insane asylum telling you the story, mm-hmm. right? So the narrator is already like, I'm in an insane asylum, Unreliable. and now let me tell you the story about how I got here. If a person in an insane asylum told you a story about how they got there, and it involved <laughs> demons and magic and the bands and fires and all the people she killed, would you believe them? True. Yeah. But the, but the girl was so believable because yeah. she was like level headed girl. She had a boy like you just said. She was she was smart. She had a boyfriend. She she was well together. So I, I just I I was believing her. But anyways, the whole I just remember what we were talking about earlier, where you could see a movie and yeah, if you could back it up with the points, you could if if you wanted to, you put in the work, you could back it up. Like she's but then crazy how can you follow? Head. Then how can you follow the movie? Then you stop watching the movie. Then you just in your head the whole no, fucking no, no, time. No, 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 no. At the end of the movie, when you think about it, when you think back about it, when you're running it back. But continue, please. And so. I so that's why I thought the movie was going. Obviously, it wasn't going that route. I didn't. 
I did not like it because it was going in a different route because I was expecting the whole mental aspect, idea aspect of it. I did like the movie um, because it was different, like something like a concept I never thought of. Like, man, it was a girl literally... She turned into a demon because a band wanted to get famous, and they gave they were prop they promised the devil not even the virgin. They gave her somebody who was not even the virgin, so like the devil took revenge, and that was just the devil was taking revenge in her body and like letting unleash in the world because the band screwed them over. I thought that was kind of cool, um, but that was really it. I just I it was a scary movie, kind of threw me off a little bit okay. too. Um, I was like I probably could have been paying attention a little bit better. Um, but I was One. doing, I was doing other stuff because mm-hmm. it's a scary movie. And I didn't want to pay attention too hard in a scary Nick movie. Called that. <laughs> uh, so I dig it. Um, the wait, one. Wait, wait, I have a question for Pat. Yeah. What do you What are you gonna do when you have kids and they want you to check for monsters under the under their bed? So th- this is this is where I'm hoping. <laughs> He's gonna tell them to check his first. The, so I'm hoping. I, I, I I'm hoping. I'm hoping I can do the monsters the bed check for them because I should be able to do that. But I'm also hoping that my wife is stronger than I am. (laughs) You don't have to hope for it. You just got to find a stronger lady. You got it. You've got all control in that situation, man. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just hoping she's stronger than I am. Uh, So all of y'all think monsters is under the bed. (laughs) All of the whole house. They're gonna call you over, Spidey. Spidey, you check under all of our beds. Listen, like, don't you guys get freaked out like when you're like sleeping and like one foot comes out out of the covers? No. You guys are lying. I swear to God, right now when you guys are in bed, you guys are not afraid there's a bed monster or like if your closet open and you don't feel like something's going to pop out of the closet. This is why you guys need cats. My cat stays up fighting demons throughout the night. Right, yeah. That's what the cat do for you, bro. sure. That's what all that noise is. The blanket blanket is the unpenetrable barrier. You know? Hey, look. If my foot is outside, I'm in danger. If it's inside. I agree with that. See, well, here's I don't have a closet or an under the bed in my room, so I'm good. Uh, So I think the movie is about... A couple of things that I see, a couple of little like metaphors while watching it, and this is uh, hot takes. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll take it. I'm not a young lady. Uh, one, people want to use Jennifer's body, right? Mm-hmm. The band wants to use it to get famous. Uh, dudes want to use it for the sex. People want to use it for anal. Uh, Chris Pratt's character surely did. So people want to use it. Jennifer also wants to use her own body for clout and shit like that. She's even there with the band to do the same thing. And then in the end, uh, you know, she's an old sucky biz and vampire and she's using other people's bodies essentially to stay alive and keep going all of the uh murder scenes can be seen as sex scenes she also fucks her best friend's uh boyfriend my bet fucks eats but like you know that's the thing that's the thing where the hot girl wants the thing that she can't have wants the other boyfriend yada 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 easily can be seen as my best friend is perceived as prettier than me and she's trying to take my boyfriend because she doesn't understand why I get to have him and she doesn't. Tight. We've seen that in other stories before. Two, period references. A lot of them, Mm -hmm. right? But also like once a month, she essentially's gotta eat a dude once a month. There's blood everywhere. I don't know enough about periods because I haven't had one ever, but like it's all there. The symbolism is there. (laughs) I mean, it's right there on the screen. That's fucking so true. But then why does he say that the PMS is made by the male, the boy? I don't fucking know if it is or not, but that's one thing she said, who knows? I don't know, but I'm saying that the movie do. And if you're a young lady to be PMSing or what the fuck ever, then you could probably relate to this shit. Layers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the fucking layers too. But then that just show that that movie puts PMSing in a bad light. Peers in a bad light. It just it just shows if you have a peer, you're gonna turn into a monster. Or maybe people <laughs> perceive that you'll turn into a monster. Maybe you perceive it as a monster. 
Maybe the monster is the friends you made along all the way. way. We're the monsters. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, other than that, great little horror movie. Uh, damn, there was another fucking layer. I just think I, I, I kind of like Pat's interpretation that it, it could all be her lying about it. You know, because yeah. like, they had a complex. Yeah. They had a complex relationship. Very uh, sexual. Very complex. Uh, wait, the two best friends. Yeah. 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 They're. they're I couldn't tell if there was or wasn't attraction there, but obviously they kissed, so there was maybe something there from... Uh, I mean, when they, even when they were holding hands at the bar, yeah. they were holding hands really tight. Yeah, it seems like there was something there, but there's that complexity of, like, you know, she's perceived as more attractive and she wants the things that she has because she... I, you know, there, 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 it was a uh, tumultuous relationship, I, I suppose. So it <laughs> could be. You could be right. It could have been her. Maybe she's, like... And then she pinned it all on... on, on, on uh, on Megan, on Megan Fox. It's, yeah. It's very possible. Um, what's more... I mean, we didn't see any other supernatural elements, so what's more plausible? Is it just yeah. some, some crazy person committing And you know what? Or? The band was still famous. Technically, they failed the ritual because it wasn't a virgin. I mean, they did fail it, but they maybe like failed successfully. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. the demon doesn't just, really just care if it's a... Up. Right? But then... but they, 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 Satan. They, right. She... she uh, Megan Fox did kill the band at the end, right? No, it wasn't making fun. No, uh, uh, old girl needy, needy. Yeah. So yeah, that's that was my own. Other, I have a question to ask you guys. Uh huh. So the fact that needy and Megan Fox were fighting in the bedroom uh-huh. and when she, before she got stabbed, that did not make sense to me. The Why whole not? fight because they were in the air and shit. Uh huh. And then as soon as she took the necklace off, Megan Fox fell down to the ground. So like, did that necklace gave her power? But the necklace that? said best friends forever. So maybe Megan Fox one was weak because she hadn't been eating. Right and two, maybe she's just like, oh, that hurts. Like I'm actually like losing my best friend. Also, keep in mind, she got a fucking demon in her body. She yeah. hasn't eaten a dude in months, in a month. So like, she's just weak. I think it's symbolism. I don't think though it was giving her power. Because but maybe their friendship was giving her power. It was the power so, of friendship all along. Because like, even though she was weak, she could have taken the girl on. Like uh, that was a disbelief for me to see that fight. But what if she didn't want to? What if she let herself get killed? I mean, we saw her in the house with her, and she was like, you're afraid of me, and then she left. We've seen her holding so back. You, you said Megan Fox wanted to get herself killed. Yeah, we've seen Megan Fox holding back from hurting her friend multiple times. Yeah. And maybe for her, it's much more about like, dude, I'm a demon. I probably shouldn't be walking around so here eating So technically, people. Megan Fox was a better friend than she was. Okay. Megan Fox made out with her boyfriend and then Does, killed him. Uh, so yeah. probably not. Does society demonize hot people for being hot? Yeah. Ooh, I do agree with that. I do agree. Pat with is that. one of the hot people. You agree? I no. I, well, I, I'm not going to say that, but I, I do agree. I do think hot people do get they 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 sometimes like get a bad rep because mm-hmm. they because hot people. I feel like people just like to hate on hot people because they get jealous, and they people feel like hot people just get a whole bunch of special privileges. But sometimes they don't get. Special they get pretty privilege. Not Oh, we haven't gotten to that part yet. No. Okay, thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That, that too. Thank you. See? Whammon. <laughs> Hold on, Marquette, come back. Come, come, drop this thesis. I don't want to be speaking speaking on your behalf. Come just, you got to lean in, though. Yeah, lean in. Bars. Lean, lean in. Bars. The thesis of the movie is regarding sexual assault, and Megan Fox is actually a victim in this movie. She is not the villain. Thank you. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Well, hold up. You want to? Just because of the the band, the van, yes, the youngness of her, her buying drink, all all those things. But what? Did, what? How about what she did to the high school dudes? The two of the high school dudes that she killed. She's she a, was already a possessed 
demon person. She was dead. Megan Fox is a status Thank symbol you. for everybody else's desires. Oh. Also that. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? Like people want to fuck Megan a, to say they did. She's a hot chick. I want that hot chick to be my girlfriend. That's all she's good for is a hot chick that's my girlfriend. The movie's called she's Megan's Body. I want yeah, that virgin yeah. for my ritual. Uh, ritual because you know that's what I need. Do you 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 you're right cuz no one actually got a chance to actually get to know her. Like the, the, no one like they just wanted to fuck her. Because all she was to them was and Jennifer's body. body. Not Jennifer the person, her fucking body. Do we see? That's what I said. Hot people got it bad sometimes. I I don't disagree with that. I really don't. I don't disagree with that. Could be hard. No. Could be. Hard I don't disagree. Everybody's got problems. I I I mean, look, there are objectively just like hella attractive people out there. You know, yeah. it's like they're they're desired by everybody. I can't. I, you know, I don't know what that feels like. Like like you walk around and everybody wants to. Fuck and they just just want to fuck you. They don't want to get to know you. That's yeah, yeah. Up. Exactly. But hold on. There's yeah. also it's a double edged sword because there's pretty privilege too. Like yeah. being mm-hmm. good looking does play. This is according to Brack there and according to studies, uh, plays largely into getting uh, promotions, getting jobs, and general privilege. Yeah. So like there are. It is a double edged sword. Can, can, you want to find a study specifically? No, no, not studies. Like so, I want to know like because like if I'm looking at a resume. Uh huh. All right, and then there's two people. Uh-huh. If if an ugly person mm-hmm. has a better resume, I'm going to hire the ugly person with a better resume, not sure. just a sh- pretty person with a shitty resume. That's you, but they've done this study before. Just like with, all right, so you I'm not going to find a study. I'm just going to give you a quick you example. You say that while you're reading the resume, and then you get into the in-person interview, and then you're like... Well, I want this person in the office. Instead of even going all the way there, we have a study that we 100% know about. They'll put out the same resume, and it'll be a name like Lakeith, Stanfield, and then it'll be a name like James Smith. Exact same resume. People are going to pick the James Smith yeah, one well, over. Yeah, okay. so okay, real. So cool. If that's real, the pretty thing is obviously fucking real too. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be like motherfuckers gonna draw the line at racism. In the movie, there were there were minors at the bar. She was like, "How are we gonna get alcohol?" And she was like, I'll "I'm gonna play Hello Titty." Every yeah. girl does I'm, that I'm though. Play Hello Titty with every the, girl could get free drinks. Not every. Not every. Every girl could get free drinks. Every girl. I don't think it depends on the bar, right? I mean, I don't know. If I go, if I'm a girl, I could go get free drinks. No, you can't. Man, God, I wish you were a girl. Good (laughs) Good God, no. Can we put that into action? A day of (laughs) cut this man's beard. We got fake titties already. If you want to say it's that easy, let's go ahead and. I really do think girls could get free drinks. But Marquette is all right. So to think, talk about all right. So like the, the the rape allegory is there. Right, mm-hmm. it's it's right there. She meets these guys, they get I her in the see, van. I he gives it. her that drink. He has her drink it all up. We're talking roofies that, and shit. Yep, yep. That that is all there. And 100%. then after that, she yeah, she is a victim. She's killed. She's gone. There's a demon attached to her soul. She's a brand new, awful person mm-hmm. through no consequence of her own. It's She's on some angel shit. I agree yeah. with that. I I I, I see that because like she she didn't she did not ask to get a demon in herself. Mm-hmm. She didn't any. Oh expert. my god, damn! Is that a pregnancy thing too? Could it be? Yeah, she. Well, no. I mean, if it's a rape allegory, she gets a fucking demon in her. She didn't didn't ask for that. Yeah. 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 What state she live in? (laughs) Um, So I think that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, you know how. All right. So like if I was going to watch a movie um, like RRR and I need more context with it because they're talking about like the revolution that happened in India. It's probably best if I watch it with an Indian person who has those contacts that can give it to me. If mm-hmm. you go and watch Amistad, it's probably better that you got a black person. With I could have picked a better movie than Amistad. I'm sorry. That's just what I picked. <laughs> but like watching this like by yourself from a dude, you're going to get a certain perspective that you're not going to get when watching with a woman. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like, yeah, it's a scary movie that everyone can enjoy. That's the top. It's an iceberg. 
right? That's the peak of the iceberg. And as we go down, we see that there's different layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers that further not just understanding the movie, but understanding people, right? And I think that that's one of the reasons why we started doing this kind of podcast and started doing talking about like these movies like that, because sure, it's a good way to watch a movie and be entertained, but it's also a good way to understand the people that we share this planet with as we get further down that iceberg. You watch the movie, we talk about it, we see some more of the iceberg and we start to understand more. And like Jennifer's body is a really good example at giving us more of that. I definitely I definitely see the layers you guys are talking about, like especially after talking about it now. I still have I I, I understand there's layers to this stuff, but like man, it's still difficult to see the damn layers when you're watching the movie. Yeah, 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 but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you might not catch it the first time. It didn't I, happen did, to I, didn't conversation. Every, I didn't catch everything we just talked about. Yeah, Marquette yeah. just re-reminded me. It's like you know, no one, no one gets it the first time. It doesn't matter if you do, but when you start talking about it and revisiting back to it, then you're able to see like those layers. Another fun exercise too is applying layers like that to movies that don't require it at all, which yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> like we can watch the Ninja Turtles and be like, it's actually about the social economical of uh, the 1980s. Look at here, like you know, fucking April's a TV cast person. And she's able to have oh, her own apartment a, by herself in the eighties. What, what happened to money since then? Like, there's I don't know. a great video just like that about uh, SpongeBob. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> the bikini atoll. Uh, so I think that that is one of the reasons why we do this. And it's fucking great. And I totally enjoy it. And I think Jennifer's body is That's a like, sleeper it's a hit great film. Oh yeah. yeah. Underrated, super underrated. So yeah, and, 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 I, and I do agree. I think it's probably because of the way the movie was marketed. But, mm-hmm. but I also think that that marketing was intentional. They, they wanted the trailers to be like, oh, this is just another teenage movie. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. because like sometimes you go into a movie and you're like, well, that's not what I expected at all. And then word of mouth takes over. That. And I, I just don't, I just don't know if this movie ever hit that word of mouth kind of, kind yeah. of marketing. But like. Yeah, it was good. It was you know, a great, great movie. It kind of reminded me of, or so it kind of reminded me of the faculty in this way, where you know that shot in the faculty uh, when uh, has everybody seen the faculty? Yeah. Okay, well, Pat, I'm going to spoil a, another scary movie. That's it's got Usher in it, though. He did, he, and it's got John Pat's, Stewart in it. Pat's never going to watch The Faculty. All right, so there's a part. Pat so my dad, he, we watched uh, The Matrix. And I, I used to be like, yo, I was like, is this going to be scary? And he's like, no, it's awesome. Like, we're going to watch it. And I love The Matrix. And it was like the same day we were doing a weekend where we weren't doing shit but watching movies. He was like, we're going to watch The Faculty. I was like, is it scary? And he's like, yeah, but there's boobs in it. And like, I was like, yeah. So I was like, all right, bet. You sold me. You sold me on titties. And I remember like, so there's that part where they haven't been, the movie has not once taken a moment to try to sexualize the new girl, right? And even when you see her naked, I feel like, sure. 11 year old me was like, oh, titties in a butt. That's cool. But like you go back and rewatch it like it's not a sexual moment. She's like an animal in nature. She's like this fucking creature that doesn't need clothes because what the fuck are clothes, right? Like that doesn't mean anything to her. Cool. You might enjoy looking at her naked body, but it's inconsequential what's happening. And I think Jennifer's body does that too. Like she gets out of the water from skinny dipping and it's much more like I needed to wash the blood off. Right, she's That's getting naked for the dude, and like all the animals. Also, it's shitty that all the animals were watching. Animals don't like devils. All right, raccoons wouldn't be down for that shit. Okay, maybe, maybe some other animals would, but no. I didn't take it like that. I thought the, the, the animals were just waiting for their meal because like raccoons don't said. eat people. They eat trash. Yeah, they don't. But when you she saw was, a deer eating him. Yeah, I mean that was also, that was some weird satanic shit. Deers don't eat people. They eat grass or carrots, whatever fucking deer eats. Blood orgy, blood orgy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so aside from that though, but like like her being naked is like your dog being naked. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's like, oh, you might enjoy this body, but I really just needed to wash the blood off of me. Yeah, I'm taking my shirt off, but that's because that's how I eat the best. Like it's not yeah. any in moment. I don't know. In those moments, like they 
it's weird. They do a really good job at it. And then we it's, go back to Transformers, and it's like, look at her looking at this though. car. You should have Pat watch Teeth. Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. no I, it sounds yeah, scary. No. Yeah, she's got teeth in her vagina. That's the movie. Yeah. That's the premise. You get to see vagina? No, you don't. Bro, no, you're going to ruin vagina for me. No, yeah. don't do that. What? No, it's just like a mouth. You kiss a mouth, right? It's got teeth in it. You put other things in mouths, and it's got teeth in it. I mean... Anyway, uh, so check it out, y'all. We're getting ready to wrap up. Uh, I want you guys to stick around for the raid. Mickey won't be here next week, but we're going to watch Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah. Hey, Marquette, did I ever get you to watch Ex Machina? Dude, Ex Machina is great. All right, we I'll, might have I'll either Marquette or Surge my on here for the that. week after. But yeah, Ex Machina is a good one. Fantastic yeah. movie. Um, Fantastic. And even though we're still uh, in our little themed month, we're keeping it going. So Ex Machina, I think... Uh, is going to hit some interesting topics, interesting things. It was going to be Changeling, but I refuse to be missing for that. And then we're going to watch Changeling the week after that. Changeling. Changeling so I, I do have a question for you guys. Are you guys, and by you guys, I mean the people who are currently live with us on Twitch. Uh, also, anybody who's watching us on the back end, feel free to hit us up on Instagram or anywhere to answer this question. Are you guys watching the movies along with us? Because I think here on the channel, we're really enjoying the movie club. And I would like it if you guys were also participating. Not so that I can be like, good, you watched that movie. And I have stock in all those movies, but more so that we can have like a conversation. Yeah, we can Converse. take questions. Yeah, and I, I and like in the chat right now, I'm like watching, it, and I just like it when you guys have a little bit of extra insight because we're mm. all one giant moving organism who has a uh, you know different thoughts and shit, and it's tight that we can like shoot them boys out and chat Dude, about it. Yeah, I I read this quote that fucked me up like last night, and I forgot where I read it. And I was just like scrolling memes, but it was like about like how life came to be, uh -huh. and it's really just like through a series. A series of explosions and it's like <laughs> when an explosion explodes hard enough dust wakes up and thinks about itself <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, i also read a whole entire thing about how uh somebody kept being like uh all the all your bodily fluids is just uh filtered blood right like you filter blood enough you get spit or you get uh breast milk or whatever right and then the dude beneath that was like well actually we're all just saltwater imitation he's like you know like before like humans were single cell organism it was like all the salt water around me, it'd be cooler if it was inside of me and I had a pump to move it around my body. And like, <laughs> then we get like out of the ocean. It's like, look, I kept my internal ocean with me. I'm so <laughs> wet and squishy. It was like a whole bunch of reading, but I kept going through and was like, damn, well, that's probably why I Where like being in the water so stuff? much. That's cool. Yeah. What? Uh, I'll send that one to you. Yeah. I saw it on Imager. Anyway, let us know what you guys think. Uh, make sure you're taking care of your internal oceans. Um, uh, be safe and watch Ex Machina because we're talking about Ex it next week. Yeah. Hit the button, Spencer. For the raid, raid, shadow lands. Everything is a fish. Everything, everything is a fish, really. Thank you. Uh, Talking on these podcasts.